Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recording started. Recorded live. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 526. My name is Eric Nelson. With me today, I have my regular co-host, Matt Lundeth. Today is Wednesday, September, it's not September 2nd, is it? It is September 2nd. We are in VM World Month. So, Matt, how you doing? Eric, I'm well. I have a serious case of V-beard envy looking at uh, the live video stream here of our uh, guest today, Nick Howe. Uh, for those of you that, that are just uh, joining us, uh, if you want to join it in over at YouTube uh, slash VBarbecue, uh, you'll see what we're getting at. But how are you, sir? How's the weather out there? I hope things are, cl- are clearing up with the, uh, the fire situation and that uh, you're able to see the color of the bay. So, so what's the color of the bay and, and how are things out in the valley. The weather in California is always exciting as, as normal. It uh, The fires have subsided, which is good. Not so many things are burning, but it feels like the whole Bay Area is in a big bottom of a campfire. If you've ever watched the campfire drums where you look and it's just smoldering, the Bay Area is smoldering. So we've got giant clouds. It feels like I'm in the Northeast in January, right? Uh, you don't see the sun. It's big and cloudy. It's all white clouds and it's just a big smoke layer. So we are living in happy smoke layer. So I'll give the color of the bay just as white we can't see it because you only have visibility of about a half a mile right now so uh that's where we're at but uh you know we're recovering uh, thoughts go out to all the people uh that were impacted by it i know people some of the people back in their houses jr worm back in his house along the mountains uh uh alan renouf lost his house but the gofundme thanks to all the v community that went into the gofundme page i think they've raised over 50k uh for 62,000. i saw uh, just uh, as of last night it's a yeah. tremendous effort that's that's uh, the, all of the the contributions out there that's a just an amazing thing and that's going to be worth it because for him i appreciate it i i, I mean i went in and donated a couple hundred bucks too just because you know, when you lose your house, you've lost everything, all the momentum, all the things that you have to go replace. You have expenses that are going to last him six months while he figures out where he needs to go and live while they rebuild. So thanks to everybody for contributing there. That's a, that's a great thing to do. On the show today, we're going to be talking to uh, the guys that are setting up Discord, right? So Orbital Jigsaw is uh, the crew, and who we've got on the call to talk about that is Nick Howell. So Nick, welcome to the show. It's always good to see uh, fellow V community members come in and do something cool. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Eric. I appreciate it. It was nice to hear the the, the old talk shoe stuff from 10 to 12 years ago. It's still around. It's still there. Uh, the funny jokes about we used to make uh, with with John about that actually being his voice. Uh, all of those memories came rushing back. So yeah, it's really good to be here, guys. Hope everybody's well. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, uh, you know we 
we have people uh, Julia Klaus who kind of does our production for the various YouTube streaming stuff is always like come on I want to replace the audio we got some really cool stuff and I'm like nope nope it's just going to be that in fact yeah. TalkShoe doesn't even have it anymore we had to go back to old TalkShoe recordings you know pull it out in Audacity and now I play it in QuickTime before the <laughs> beginning of the show just so we can have it right it's like nice yep. When I retire, then the next guy that does this can decide whether he wants to do it just because I'm a big fan of tradition, right? So that's you. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So let's get to the news before we get to the topic, which is Orbital, which is your guys's, uh, you know, entity, kind of like V Brown Bag or The Cube and others. You guys have built an entity to, to, to run Discord for us, right? To, to build a Discord environment where the V community can come hang out. And you guys are Discord es experts, right? So right. Uh, we'll get to you, but uh, thanks for being here. And uh, that's going to be, it's going to be a fun topic today. So if you're listening, pay attention. And we got a good V barbecue report at the end of the show. So hang in with us for the whole show and away we go. All right, so news. We'll just do the common call-outs. September 29th, October 1st is going to be VMworld Online. It's free. Everybody can go there. We're here to talk about uh, you know, the Discord environment, which will also be super cool with live streams. So uh, go register. I mean, you don't technically have to register to be over on Discord, but look, we're counting registrations. It's free to register. Go to VMworld.com, register, then come by the Discord site, get yourself set up. Uh, that's a call to action. You got to go do that to, and you're going to need to register and get yourself set up don't show up on the day thinking that you're just going to drop right in it's all going to be happy go learn a little bit about discord go so, so september 29th through october 1st vmworld go register today and drag along a friend it's free get your third monitor set up and let those seven live streams uh run all day long i guarantee you we're adding more stuff day by day it's going to be a pretty cool environment they did a, a, a snapshot of what it's going to look like uh and we are going to build try to build a community land page that points people to the discord server and to uh the cube is running some online interviews so we're trying to build that out as well to so i think it's going to be really you know kick butt so uh go register and then be ready for a fun event and reserve those code connect october 1st and 2nd the content calendar goes live we got kit colbert's going to come in and talk about automation on the vSphere side as well as automation and kubernetes and how project pacific blends those two and the truth is if you want to be a modern it uh, automator uh, where you're automating for Kubernetes, you don't have to do anything new. You can use PowerShell. You can do everything that you currently do on the vSphere platform because vSphere runs Kubernetes. So that keynote's going to be cool. We're reaching out to Joe Beta. Can't confirm whether he's going to do the second day keynote. But again, if you're automating the data center from the bottom up, you're not coming in from cloud native, you're bottom upping and you want to add uh, cloud native and and it's all I think we're having some problems week, there with uh, with VM world top more of an Chris I will flip over to Corey Romero Corey Corey, are you still with us? 
hi, I just disappeared. Boom, just dropped me completely, but everything rebounded here. Uh, don't know if uh, Corey's back or not. Uh, I know he's running the expert stuff. I know that the, um, the modern application uh, subgroup was doing some work there. So I think he was going to talk a little bit about modern app. If he comes back in, we'll loop back to him. Uh, yeah, the, the, there was a, uh, an email that Corey had sent out. I would say for all the experts to, to be on the lookout for that, that for the uh, cloud V expert sub program, that uh, application process uh, has been ex extended and the review period uh, we'll be going out and any announcements on that, I believe, on Friday the 11th. Uh, so look for Corey's note on that subprogram uh, in your email and uh, be on the lookout for that announcement on Friday the 11th. All right, cool. Um, that's good. Talk to you. They're telling me audio hasn't come back. I'm not sure if they've got audio back or not. Audio. We just dropped for a minute. Don't know why. Anyway, we'll get to the show. We'll get the, that channel back up uh, in a second. And maybe Corey will jump back to us as well. And with that, welcome to COVID-19 Cable Networking. Uh, always, always, always fun. Uh, all right. While I do that, uh, let's let's move on to the let's move on to the topic and we'll we'll continue on. All right, uh, with this now uh, the announcements over news. Yeah, hey, it's all VMworld in September. Really excited about where we're going here. And Nick Hall, welcome to the show. We always do the because it's a community podcast. Tell me uh, who are you? How long have you been using VMware? And uh, you know what's your day job look like? Just give us a four minute elevator pitch on what you do for a, to make a living. Yeah. So, so, I mean, full disclosure, I, I'm back at NetApp uh, for the, for those that might not know yet for the last couple of years, but I saw my first vMotion in 2006 and it changed my life. And I went on this, I was still, you know, in the private sector at the time or working for a healthcare company. And this was, uh, I think we came up, this was pre vSphere days. Like we were still pre like around pre virtual center days. So getting into all of that stuff, and I, I basically learned all of that, uh, all of the VMware stuff throughout the late 2000s, joined NetApp in 2011. Uh, after learning all of that and getting certified. And I, I can remember even in my time, early days of NetApp, still walking around listening to uh, talk you with, uh, with John and the VMware communities folks uh, all the way back to the late 2000s. So I've been, been around it for a long time. Multi-year V expert, uh, VCP 345. I think I, I think I gave up after that, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Right. Uh, but the, after, uh, beyond that, it's been a lot of stuff of transitioning my career into the cloud. Uh, doing more with uh, AWS, Azure, and Google. Uh, VMware is in those conversations constantly uh, in some way, shape, or form. You, you never have one of those without either an existing on-prem installation of vSphere uh, or looking at running uh, VMC and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I've been around VMware for better part of 15 years at this point. Um, love the community. It's one of the things that I accredit, give tons of credit to, uh, to where I am in my career. The family reunion nature of VMworld is a reason to go all by itself, much less all of the things that you learn and get exposed to there. And it's, uh, it was very weird not to have it this year in the traditional sense. It, so. it, is, a, it is one of those weird things, right, that, yeah. that goes on that uh, we're all trying to get through uh, engaging. And, and there are some benefits of the way we're engaging because, you know, I wouldn't be engaged with you, right? Like, and I wouldn't be sitting across camera. That's true. 
So the cameras do, uh, Pat Kelsinger was on a company all hands yesterday and he said this like, on one hand it's, it hurts our engagement and the other hand it is enhanced it because I've met probably double the number of people or triple the number of people I've normally meet but I don't meet them in real life, right? I'm, it's, it's all these, you know, I'm, I, he, he said, I've actually got Zoom butt, right? Which I had to laugh at, right? Like uh, where, where you're just sitting in your chair hour after hour because it's just more people to engage with. So, so yeah, Kat Bat Kelsinger terms it Zoom butt. So we got, we got the Zoom butt going on, but, um, but at the same time, what we, we can't do anything until we, you know, apparently uh, get a vaccine, right? And so here we all are. And yet at the same time, we're accelerating some movement to cloud services and cloud, uh, the Pat talked about that. And we're accelerating this video interaction, you know, online conferencing environment. I can't see VMworld just going back to a non-online experience next year, right? I have a feeling that this is here to stay, that, that we're going to be Zooming and we're going to be online engaging and then having a physical event too, right? I think, I think they're gonna look at, and I think our target is 120,000 people coming to the VMworld uh, online event this year. Um, and I think they're gonna make it, right? I think they're gonna hit the number. And that's like compared to like 30,000 plus or 40,000, 38,000, in the physical space. And so we've tripled the number of people that are engaged here. So they're not gonna be able to let those numbers go, right? Wow. They're, gonna, they're gonna require that. So um, switching gears here, uh, let's talk Discord. Everybody, if you've heard of Discord, you probably heard it from a gamer perspective, right? Uh, Twitch and Discord go hand in hand. You're playing games, you get on a chat server. Talk to us a little bit about Discord. Give everybody a sense of what this is in case people don't know what it is. Sure. It's, it's, it's just another collaboration platform out there that's come out of the uh, evolution of other communication platforms like TeamSpeak or Ventrilo or some of those older ones. If you've played World of Warcraft in the past, obviously I have, uh, you, you, you probably got into a raid or with a group of friends in some way got onto comms and talked to each other through uh, some sort of you know, fight. And we had TeamSpeak, we had Mumble, we had Ventrilo, all of these things. Then Discord came around and they, one of their big claims to fame was they came out with the crisp uh, audio plugin, audio codec to make things sound a lot better, uh, less latency, all of those kinds of, so a lot of people jumped over and switched. Plus it became more uh, adopted because of some of the collaboration around the old school IRC and forums mentalities that we had around the mid 2000s, doing a combination of text channels on top of those voice channels. So now all of a sudden you didn't need a website too. Uh, in addition to your comms platform, now you had an all-in-one. That was that was how it really kicked off and got started. And over the last year, they've been trying to take their focus away from gaming and move it over into more community-focused. So now we're not doing all gaming all the time things. Uh, we're doing more communities. And we really we really took that as an idea of once we got into COVID, I certainly had my Discord for people that hung around and watched my streams or wanted to collaborate with me on some content or anything like that, whether it's a YouTube video or a blog post or anything. But once enough people started getting in there and we got to about a hundred people, I started going, huh, this could be an even bigger community. Because one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is while you might have your own individual Slack or your own individual teams, or your own individual discord or whatever it might be, there's some universal components that cross over in all of those things. You're all going to have the same sort of general chat. You're going to talk about pets. You're going to talk about all music and movie, TV and movies. Like all of that crosses over. Well, what if you could sort of create that as a hub and then just start bolting on additional little sub-communities to that? And that was really where this, this evolved from. That other things that people could opt into. One of those things surrounding that was virtual events. 
and we started doing things where we could live stream and sh screen share uh, certain virtual events and what I like to call watch parties uh, in the Discord directly and be able to put those in there and have text-based chat channels for people not only to watch the stream, but chat right alongside of it, much like you can uh, that I'm seeing right here on YouTube uh, and Twitch, for example. So it brought the experience that people are used to on YouTube and Twitch into a more private community of sorts. And that was one of the big benefits of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, the, the watch party term, I think is the modern term that uh, everybody can go, oh, okay, got, yeah. got it. It's a watch party where everybody comes in and now people are watch partying on Netflix movies. They're doing all kinds of things like that, which, you know, now I can sit down and COVID has accelerated this journey where I don't think everybody would have been sitting around having watch parties on with Netflix on Discord, right? Or, uh, but because of COVID, it has brought this up. Now it's actually, it's actually, you can have a watch party on Tuesday night where my friends, my younger friends, and even my kids' friends, um, they, they'll do, they used to do a Thursday night party where everybody would get together and hang out physically. Um, and that was it. They could allocate like, cause everyone has to drive. And then one's up in San Francisco, the other one lives over here. They all drive in and they get together once a week. But now with, uh, with this, with, with, you know, digital online, um, you can have watch parties Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can do it whenever you want to, right? And there is another mobile app that's out here that does the same kind of thing. I forgot. I forget well, what. you can do it on Twitch as well. Now they they basically, Amazon has enabled anyone that is Amazon Prime subscribed. You can start a stream on Twitch and pull any piece of content you want out of the Amazon TV and movie library. Start that as a watch party. And any viewers that are also Amazon Prime subscribers can, can log in and authenticate with their thing and watch it with you right yeah. there in on Twitch. Boom. It's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it is pretty cool. And so welcome to now our, our topic, which is, uh, you know, some of us, I think I tried to do Twitch on CloudCred last year with uh, got some CloudCred members together and try to do live streaming on uh, on Twitch, right? Uh, we weren't doing obviously Discord conversations with it, but the but the V community I think is dabbling in this, and now because of this acceleration, here we are, and uh, along comes VMworld, where VMworld the events team, which you know I'm not really part of the events team, but we're in digital marketing. Events is in a different team now, um, but we roll up under the CMO, which is a big organization. Um, they've been struggling just to keep up with running a live event right like they got all the stuff they had to record all the sessions there's 500 sessions to record hats off to them they've adjusted right they in april all of a sudden they had contracts and you know they they had to they had to pivot massively right so no fault to them that they're a team of like you know 10 permanent and some contractors that they had to do a lot of pivoting and so when we talk to them about hey how are we going to have live how are we going to have a hang space Where's the community booth going to be? How are we going to do this? And even uh, John Furrier from the Cube came in and said, "Hey, where are we going to be? Education. If you go through tick through all the places that were in the hang space, we all showed up, you know, bombarding them, going, "Hey, what about? How are we going to do this?" And they're like, "Please go away. We're not even. We're not even at the level to deal with any of that, right? Like, there is no hang space. We're not doing a hang space." go away right and even the community sessions were like hey we want to just do open community sessions can we just have well you can't have open sessions you can only have pre-recorded streaming that's it and we're like well that's not very community oriented then they gave us like uh oh well you can you can run uh zoom sessions or like oh great that's all we want we want zoom sessions for communities everybody can jump on a zoom session you can have a thousand people on a zoom session 
Uh, but then they came in and said, no, but the Zoom sessions can only be part of the paid environment. Right? We're like, and then have to be special, right? And we're like, okay, that's not going to work, right? So the, we're kind of like, none of now, my my hat's off to them. They're doing impossible in, in crazy work. All right, in comes you guys, right? The V community goes, well, all right, we know how to do this. Why don't we just do this on Discord? And then because of my Twitch experience last year, I've kind of had in the back of my head that, you know, we could go over on to Discord or to, I didn't really, I kind of was in the Twitch Discord combo, combo space, um, but I didn't realize that Discord had full online viewing live streaming capability. That's when you guys got, got together and came and heard about you guys and uh, you were on social complaining and talking and so forth uh, that we we realized that, hey, we could probably do something on Discord. Yeah. Here's where we're at. So uh, we started working together, I think, uh, maybe a month a month ago or a month and a half ago. A couple months ago, yeah. yeah to, to organize how could we create a kind of a, a viewing party, right, uh, over on Discord where everybody can be watching the live streams to the Netflix idea. Let's make a view. What do we call it? Not viewing party. A Is it a view party? What watch it? party. A watch party. Sorry. Wrong term. Let's make a and, and it's party. even bigger than that. It's even yeah. bigger than just the watch parties. Uh, right. If I can jump in on you there. I mean, could we outsource your hang space to us, right? That's really, we are a destination. We are a venue, right? We're a, we're a virtual venue. We can set up as many rooms and channels and all of those kinds of things that you want to have. Uh, we've got special areas where we're going to have the watch parties that you can jump in and out of any of those seven different track-based streams. And there's chat channels right alongside of them adjacent to where you watch them. We're going to have some stuff from Brown Bag. We're going to have some opening axe panels. We're going to have a stream of, of puppies. We're going to have the puppy party. Absolutely. We're going to have that in there for anybody to jump in. So value add across the board. Plus you get all of the benefit of everything else that is going on that you can opt into throughout the entire community. So if you right, and a so couple of friends want to go play some games, fantastic. You can do that too. So you're jumping ahead. I'm on a narrative here. So we were telling the history, which is I came going, hey, why don't we just do uh, you know, a watch party? We could have the seven VM world streams make a watch party. That's what you guys introduced that what Discord can actually do for us. And the way I would put it is instead of saying a virtual hang space, which I know that's the way you're selling it, but the way I look at it is you're creating the virtual booth. If you ever to be in world and been to the community booth, and we have different sections in community booth. We have V Brown Bag, we have VMware Code, we have an entry, we have bean bags, you can hang out, you can chat, we have blogger tables. We have that place that the V community comes and hangs out. What I would say is that that's what we're creating here on Discord. You might go further and say you're creating a larger venue and a larger event, which is fine. Um, but from my perspective, what I think is cool is we can make the V community booth. So if you come to VMworld and you've been to the community booth, what we really want you to do is come over to Discord and come to uh, what we're creating here with, uh, uh, I want to say Orbital Jig Jigsaw, right? Is that the, I got the yes. right name? I got to say that 30 times to get it. Um, where we're really creating the, the, the community booth over on Orbital Jigsaw, right, uh, for VMworld. And then you can expand that, take that, because we do, from a hang sites perspective, we do have other places that are also ramping up. So in the hang space, traditionally, we would have the cube, right, running the news interviews. And so they're creating their own virtual environment. They're going to have news and blah, blah, blah. so different groups, the education will probably spin up someplace that you can go. And that we're going to try to build a landing page where you can see all the things that are happening from a live online perspective, uh, which I would just call like a big virtual <laughs> hang space. 
But when you talk about the V community and where the V community should go, we always say, come by the, the, the community booth at VMworld and check it out and meet everybody, hang out. That's going to be, we're, we're saying, go to Orbital Jigsaw. We've talked to V Brown Bag, get them involved. So V Brown Bag's working with you. Uh, the underground, I would we call it VMware Underground or is it VM, VM Underground? Yeah. VM, VM Underground. They're working with you. So really the community booth is, hey, head on over to Orbital Jigsaw. You're there's a learning environment for coming up to speed with getting your Discord client set up. You have to go in and join the channel, right? It's it's not going to be just open to every spammer that's going to come in and spam, you know, naked photos of themselves. You have to join it, right, and accept it. And uh, we have moderation, and we have governance, and we have you know practices that you have to adhere to in order to hang out in our booth. Got to be professionally dressed with a you know, with, with clothes. That's uh, my definition of professional dress. So, okay. With that set, um, why don't you take us through like, uh, what are you guys building out with it, with the B community now? Yeah, sure. And, and listen, uh, part of the, part of the mission statement of this was to provide a place where people could come and hang out with other people. Because if you, if you, it's easy for us as vendors to get wrapped up in the, in, in the event itself, right? Providing breakout sessions and what's going to be where and what activities can we do? And all you kind of get tunnel vision on that. But in a way, you have to take yourself out of the event and put yourself at your desk as a viewer, as an attendee for a second. The person is going to be sitting there at their desk. How, how can you make it more interactive? How can you make that an entertaining experience? If you're just going to make a content repository of a bunch of recorded videos, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's not gonna, I'm not going to last very long on that. I can watch those on my own time. But if you want engagement, if you want interactivity and people want to be around their friends and around, like, like I said earlier in the call, VMworld for a lot of us in the V community is an annual family reunion where we get to see everybody again. So how can we create that kind of experience in a place where people could all watch these sessions together? How could we have birds of a feather voice channels around different topics, much like Eric, you used to put the tags on the lunch tables uh, at, 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 during lunch so that we could walk up and, oh, this is a storage table. Let's talk about uh, vSAN or in that app or storage or whatever. Well, with networking table, cloud, table, whatever it might be. We're going to have channels like that where people can just drop in and have conversations. Um, we want to have be able to still give swag out. We want to be able to play interactive games. We're going to be doing giveaways that are being sponsored by some of the favorites uh, throughout it. So it is a lot more than sitting there and watching videos at your desk. And that's what I wanted to create was an experience that was going to be more than just watching, you know, a bunch of breakout session recorded sessions. We've seen the ups and downs throughout the year. We've seen the highs of what a really good experience is. Uh, and I won't name names of who's who, but there's been some really good ones and really bad ones uh, of, of virtual events throughout the this year. And I think we all have seen this kind of wave and tide of it. I want there to be a focus not less on the event and more on the uh, throughout it. So it is a lot. That was me. Sorry. I want the focus to be on the experience, not the event itself for the attendees. That's really what it's come to. And that's what we're every time we make a change or every time we add something to the discord community. And frankly, you have the ability to come into discord and only opt into the VMworld activities. As you'll see upon entry, you can only see VMworld. So if you're only there, all of the other stuff will be hidden from you. You can certainly come in and opt into it, see the rest of it. And if you don't like it, go back in and unopt out of it or opt out of it so you don't see it. But all of that stuff is completely flexible. So you can literally jump in and see only the VMworld activities. 
So Nick, That's if someone would want to get started with this, how, how do they, what they're listening along, where do they go? Let's say I'm, I'm not familiar with Discord before, I haven't used that platform and I'm sure. interested in participating. Where do I go? How do I get started? Sure. The easiest is uh, I've got a redirect URL off of my website, datacenterdude.com slash discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D. And you can certainly, that'll jump you over to it. There's a client that you can install on desktop. You can access it directly in a browser. It's got a mobile app as well. So it's got some really modern authentication techniques, uh, supports 2FA. So all of that kind of stuff, but datacenterdude.com slash discord. Uh, we're getting to the point where we're going to have enough users. Hopefully by the time we get to VMworld where we've got a static uh, vanity URL, I guess you could say, uh, that'll be easy to remember for everybody, uh, more akin to, to Orbital Jigsaw. But yeah, datacenterdude.com slash discord. Uh, if you hit that link, you'll get prompted to either create an account or log in with an existing one and you'll be off to the races. And then can you walk them through? I, I know it, I hadn't been a Discord user prior to, the, to this. Uh, I call me old school. I, I just hadn't used the platform before. And there was a little bit, as Eric had mentioned, some rules and regs that we're asking the users to look through and, and before sure. they can actually fully participate. And understandably so, and understandably so, can you describe that process a little bit of, of what the a new user might need to go through? And I know you have a great uh, video tutorial out there to, to walk them through the interface and, and what they need to do. Sure, yeah, There's a, it's an onboarding process if you think of it that way. You land in our rules channel in the lobby and think of it like a sort of concierge. We're gonna walk you to the front desk. We're gonna check you in. We're gonna make sure that you sign that you're here and that you agree to the policies of the, of the, of the place, right? And that's what we look at it as, is we want it yeah, to be so sort the of- The registration desk, right? Just the, yeah. it's like a, a physical event, you need to go in, you need to get your creds, you need to have your badge. Right, right, it's, it's like that. It's, we want it to be that same experience. Like, and we have a, a few channels that are open upon entry. If you have trouble, we have a concierge desk uh, channel there as well. Pop in, uh, say, hey, I'm having trouble, what do I do? Uh, but if you start in the rules channel where you land, there's a quick little T's and C's that you go in. And at the bottom down there, you'll see a green check mark, and there will be a bot that will assign you a role once you click agree to that. That's for our tracking as well as it is an auto mod type of bit functionality that will basically do some role-based access control for us. So upon agreeing to that, you'll be opened up to some additional stuff. And to get to the VMworld stuff, in there's a channel called Role Selection. And in there, you'll see all of the little sub-communities that you can opt into. One of those is the good old VMware squares, the orange and blue squares that we did as a bit of a throwback hat tip, not anything to, you know, be anybody to be upset about. But uh, if you click on that one, you'll see the VMworld stuff open up, all of the uh, channels if you opt into that. We have people in the Discord community that have really no ties to tech and no reason to attend VMworld. So we wanted to make sure that we, uh, we gave people that option as well. We are entertaining the idea that the, for the two days of the community that we just kind of open it up to everybody in case there are uh, some changes, but we haven't really decided on that uh, just yet. Stay tuned for that one. But yeah, agree to your terms and conditions and opt into the uh, VMworld role selection. No, I know when I, when I first joined the channel, I was like, okay, well, where, where's the, the, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of sort of like the Slack, the sub channels. I wanna go drive right into the content. But it's, it's clearly there. It's spelled out. Uh, it's great that you have to go through the, the T's and C's, but just just follow along. Yeah. Actually, RTFM. Yep, exactly. And, 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 and follow along with the process. And if you're initially just diving in and you're looking for those channels, they're not going to appear, correct? You have to go through, you have to click off on, the, on the, and, and read through. It's like agreeing to the EULA uh, before you can actually do the install. 
and then all the content comes along. So, yeah. so be patient, read through it, and then all the content uh, uh, is there for, for someone to enjoy. And be sure to say hi to Balmerbot when you join. Yeah. I, I do have a question uh, because, you know, one of the things that I, I got to ask is like, if you're a Discord user and you've been a Discord user for a couple of years, uh, would this be very familiar to you? Like when yes. you came into this channel, this would just be a natural thing. You'd be going, oh yeah, I got to click here, accept this. And now I can jump from meeting room to meeting room uh, because I noticed that I'm brand new. So is, so is Matt, you know, we struggled you know you're always when I, I come meet you there right and and you're always like grabbing me and dragging me into a room because i'm completely lost right yeah. and and what i would say is that when you uh, for the v community when you experience this uh you're you're just a noob i'm a noob um understand there's just a learning and you're going to put some time into the learning so don't say oh this this sucks because I can't figure out what's going on. Just by time, you mean about 10 minutes, maybe yeah, max. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. We're not talking about hours here. No, like, it's not, yeah. it's not like yeah. a, you're learning how to uh, write a kernel device driver or something. Right. Um, but I just want to throw that out there. Make sure we say that like 15 times that, look, this is a new platform. It's a super powerful, cool platform. It's like learning VI. Once you get the hang of it, it's really nice, right? Yeah. Uh, it's very user it's everywhere. And you can be, you know, it's not what I would write code on, but it's still great for admin. Uh, that's what I say about Discord. You understand there is a learning moment that, uh, and, but then you're going to be able to put that on your checkbox on your resume. And you're absolutely. Go I, I love the fact that you guys forced us in some ways to, to learn Discord. It's another comms platform that now I have a little bit of experience with. No, and, and, and I made a video. One of the inspirations for this uh, is I, I made a video on my YouTube channel that you can check out from back in May, where I was talking about resurrecting the tech community. And I, what I found was that a lot of people had siloed themselves off in sort of enterprise -y Slack and Teams. And in, even inside of those, you had these kind of walled gardens of different sub-communities and teams that you had uh, joined. And even the dark confines of SIGs and GitHub and all of that kind of stuff, like we all splintered off and we all went in a different way. I wanted to bring everything back together. And I think the ability that the Discord brings to the table is not only bring that sort of text-based chat and voice in a consolidated platform back in a, in a much big way, bigger way. But also you get a lot of the familiar feeling of, of IRC and forums and collaboration opportunities and things that we all loved from the 2000s. Well, maybe not all loved, but some people love. Or, or do we have like scrolling Simpson GIFs from like IRC? You have channel? absolute control. Yes, you can do GIFs uh, in, uh, thank you for saying GIFs, not GIFs. Nice. Uh, it, 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 so, so awesome. I, I was on Facebook yesterday and, and I didn't know that Facebook messaging now also spins up calls and videos. So I think there's just going to constantly be all the platform vendors trying to compete, you know, in grabbing this space. I, I feel like discord shaved off, um, 10 years. I feel like I'm 10 years younger when I got learned this because um, my kids use it. Yeah, a lot of other people use it. The gamers use it yeah. and it's growing. So I, I like that. So it's, it's worthwhile to invest in it. And regardless of whether you care about discord or not, this is where we're driving the V community this year. This is going to be the community booth, right? For, for this year. And as I said, I think I can see this continuing on because, uh, and I like the gaming environment. So why not? Like, let's, let's go grab this, do this. And just like V brown bag, uh, you know, the, the, the community team is me and Corey. And then I get a little, you know, and then Julia as a contract, like we don't have a big team at VMworld. This is, we have like a couple people, right? So we do have to scale and use the community i'm a community guy i put it on my twitter feed i'm a community guy that's yeah. how i make a living um but we don't have a big team we 
we have like five people and they all do various things, code. So the community has to do it. And what we have to do is use VMware's brand and traffic driver to be able to support the community when things like this are, you're willing to put your time to yeah. create this environment. So I'm sure it'll be a little bit bumpy, but it's also going to be one of these things that if we do year after year, we could actually have a really nice environment for people that can't make it to VMworld every year, which I think is about only 20% of the, the community ecosystem can actually uh, ever come to VMworld, right? Um, so, so the fact that we could create something like this that would survive year after year, where we have a place that we create a virtual conference environment and you're willing to help us do it is, uh, is, is something that we can make a checkbox. Going, yeah, look, we can do this. Yeah, fantastic. And it's not just VMworld either. We're doing this for, uh, I'm in talks with the director of events for the whole Linux Foundation. Uh, there's there, all of their regional events that they have we're we're convinced that this is never going to go away now as you said at the beginning this we may go back to some essence of physical at a certain point but things are forever changed and i think the idea of having a virtual venue or a destination like discord like what we've constructed here uh can only grow over time and hell frankly we could even run several of these in parallel if we had conflicting dates and things like that different groups are going to want to be involved in one or more or multiple different events that could be going on at any given time. So yeah, the, this, the beauty of this is it sort of scales infinitely uh, and linearly, and we can do as much, many of these as we want, but we keep the community together. And I hope everybody can see the forest for the trees in that aspect. We're not all just going to one thing anymore. There's everybody's involved in two, three, 10 different things. And if we can keep everybody together in the space and enjoy all of these events virtually as, as a unit, it really just keeps everything flowing and keeps everything nice and cohesive. Yeah, very good. Very good. And uh, I, I would also mention that we did uh, present this to the VMworld team so that we don't have to be a rogue world. Uh, <laughs> just like we do V Brown Bag. V Brown Bag, uh, we, we sponsor V Brown Bag sometimes. Uh, if they need a little extra funding, we, we, we try to get some extra funding. Same, same with this environment, right, where we presented it to the VMworld team and they were like, yeah, sure, this sounds great. Go for it. Uh, I still want to get them to give us kind of a nav structure that allows people to come in to the main VMworld.com site and see what's actually happening with the cube what's actually happening with vmware code what's happening with the v community so that you can look around and kind of see a virtual set of things to go do and experience right yeah. um, uh, the other thing that we could we could do from your perspective and maybe we can offer this back to the vmworld team which is um if you can determine how many people are watching the live streams, because we haven't talked about the live streams yet. I didn't want to jump right into that, but, uh, Sorry. but I believe that we have the seven streams that VMworld, and we're going to try to do watch parties for those mm -hmm. along with this environment. Uh, maybe we could uh, give them back metrics, right? Because I think they're always looking for like, how many live streams do they get on their live stream? And if we have a way of collecting how many people are actually watching on Discord, we could feed that back. We could have a line item in their tracking spreadsheet that went the V community Discord, you know, had X number of live streams. Uh, that would be really cool. And I think that would also help them understand how it doesn't matter whether they drive viewers to this live stream because they can, they can count them, yep. right? Because marketing is all about how many they people they want to bragging they want to say oh x number of people came um, we can absolutely track the the number of people that were in a voice channel how long they stayed in their timestamps and and everything like all of those analytics are, are tracked on the back end of my discord that we have access to absolutely yeah yeah so that i think and it's all anonymized uh data 
yeah super yeah we don't want to i nobody wants uh names they don't they don't use vmworld to have kind of like marketing flows they just like to be able to say 150,000 people because you know we get into these races with oracle and you know all the big all the big tech firms that can say yeah they had a hundred thousand or they had two hundred thousand or they had a million whatever it is so being able to feed that community from my perspective i can feed that number back in that's also then uh, from a community if you're listening to this podcast if you drive over there and watch the live streams and the watch party or you come to vm world watch it wherever it doesn't impact you're you're still part of the vm world show Right, uh, which yep. I think would be awesome. Right, Nick, is there equivalent like a of a watch party schedule uh, of as far as which channel is going to like? Hey, I want to watch the the keynote. Uh, um, when do I need to do that, or what channel do I need to go to? Is there how, how do I find that information? Yeah, so if you're in the Discord, there's a there's a sort of a help desk session a section there that's VMworld 2020 info, and in there you'll see a channel that says schedule. We're still working on putting that together um, to make it look nice with some graphics and everything like that. We still got a month, right? So, uh, but to answer your question, yes, uh, there's, there's two things uh, at play here. Uh, VM, VMware, uh, you guys are curating a set of breakout sessions into a track uh, live, single live stream, from what I understand. Uh, and there's going to be seven of those, one per track. We will be doing watch parties for those on the same schedule that uh, VMware, VMworld is doing those. Uh, we'll also have adjacent chat channels where people can talk about what they're watching. But yes, it will be the keynotes and uh, the other tracks. So all seven major tracks will have a broadcast for each one of them that will include the keynotes and people can dance around uh, as they need to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a question out there from chat. Uh, is, yeah. And again, for people that don't necessarily know Discord, how does this scale? Let's say that we, we get, you know, 10... 15,000 users in, into this channel eventually, or, or even it blows up for the event itself. How, how, how are we set up for, the, for this particular uh, you know, communications platform to scale out users and, and to, to add moderators and whatnot? Uh, to answer Graham's question, 100,000 users, I don't know. But if we get 10,000 people in the server, we get a what's called a partner status with Discord. And that gives us a bit of elevated and priority uh, service level, you could say. Um, a uh, hundred thousand people. I'm not sure. I don't think a hundred thousand people are coming. I'll be so pleasantly surprised if a hundred thousand people show up to the orbital jigsaw discord. That. You won't. Get uh, that. No, I, I'm not expecting that at all. I'm expecting a nice smooth couple thousand people. Let's, let's right. have a really good experience. A stress testing. We're going to be working on some stress testing over the next couple of weeks uh, leading up to the event. We're going to do some scheduled stress test times of each of the voice channels. I know we can have up to at any given time, I believe it's 50 people in one voice channel. Uh, meaning anybody in 50 people could be watching one stream in there at one time and we can quickly add on additional ones as needed based on scaling it up. For example, if people, if we need, if we need overflow uh, or whatever reasons that can be, that can be handled fairly seamlessly. So scaling wise, I'm not really sure. I think if we threw a hundred thousand people in a single discord server, discord would go WTF. What is this? They'd probably get really concerned right, without I talking to them. You know, I think they, they, you know, League of Legends, I go to the esports tournaments for League of Legends and, you know, they, they do large numbers, right? You know, but they're, they're in the, you know, 10K range, right? Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's, that's what I'd say. Now, they argue that, no, no we're bigger than the Super Bowl, right? Um, but uh, if you go in and it crashes because we have 10,000 people, that's the problem to have, right? So to answer uh, Graham's question, um, it's supposed to scale, you know, it's supposed to scale. 
I, I am in several discords that have 60,000 people in them and they right. don't even hiccup. So I'm, I'm right. not too terribly concerned about the five to 10 K that we might have. So let's talk a little bit about uh, some needs as we come into the 10 minute, last 10 minutes. I know we got a late start here, but sure. um, I know you guys are hoping for some V community help. Can we talk through a couple of things that you're looking for help with? Yeah, it's really being shepherds uh, is, is what it comes down to. We've set up the infrastructure and that field of dream stuff where if you build it, they will come is not realistic. So we need, we need the V community. We need the V experts. Uh, we need VMware to help shepherd people over to the server. Uh, I've got a big 20 minute video walking through it. I'm working on making another one that's about three to five minutes that will just cover here's how to onboard here VMworld attendee. Here's how to onboard into the V community discord setup, right? Uh, I want to make that one so we can blast, start blasting that out and maybe do some social promotion with it a couple of weeks leading up to the event. Um, but yeah, being shepherds, driving people into the Discord, uh, especially the VExpert community, if you guys could get in there and get familiars, that way when uh, you know, regular attendees start coming in, you can be there as, and help uh, be you know, concierges of sorts to help guide people around. We, we've got the advocacy group channels. We want to make sure we give people their designations. So if you're VExpert or in VMUG or any of that kind of stuff, we want to make sure we, we give you that little sort of badge uh, as, as a role as well. And you'll have your own little rooms. Uh, and, and that includes any of them from Veeam to Cisco to and beyond all of those advocacy groups out there. So we look at this as a bigger uh, kind of community thing. We want people in there to stay in there, not just come for VMworld and take off. It's going to be uh, bigger than just the one event. There's more going on than just VMworld. Uh, but helping guide people in there, help shepherd them through the onboarding experience would be uh, the most help that if you want to throw some exam vouchers out for some giveaways, that would help too. Yeah. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting <laughs> to see if we could uh, create a way to get stickers and that kind of stuff. Right. So that uh, yep. maybe a sticker exchange that we are creating a GitHub repository for digital swag and we'll have uh, the ability for if any sponsors or, um, you know, uh, expo folks would like to upload stuff or do a PR request to put their graphics up or anything like that so that maybe we could make some stuff off the back of the show um, and get it sent out to whoever was an attendee. If maybe you attended the keynotes and you wanted to get a, a thumbs up sticker or something like that, we're trying to find, come up with, with cool, clever swag ideas that we can do digitally uh, that don't require physical handouts. Nice. So more on that soon. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, like I say, in the land of uh, getting an event ready, uh, 29 days is still a long time, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we, the New York theaters where they're doing a, a dry run through everything three days earlier, it's a completely mess. But then the last two days, everything comes together and it turns out really well. So call to be experts. I know Corey's going to do a primer. So we're working on a primer email that's going to send out uh, once you guys are kind of ready to go so that uh, we can send that out saying, hey, the experts, Go here early. Uh, we're gonna give away some uh, some cool stuff. We're gonna we're gonna encourage the experts to go do it so that you can uh, possibly win some Apple giveaways. So we want the experts to get over there and get trained and help you engage because this is gonna be kind of our V community booth. So uh, we're gonna set up some giveaways to get you over there. Much like when you come to V community booth, you, you a lot of times we have giveaways. We're gonna do a little bit of that. It's hard because we have to ship everything, so we're not sure how how big program we're going to do. I know I hear that we're um, 
I don't know how much we'll say. I hear we're doing super cool little Lego guys this year. So William Lamb's got some uh, some cool Lego guys. Uh, we're doing a VMware Code Lego guy. Uh, so there'll be a way to go get your cool Lego guy uh, and some other stuff. Um, so so we're getting that ready. We're going to send out to all the experts listening. We're going to send out a primer so that you know how to get there early and uh, say hello to Nick. Uh, and Nick, you have two other guys uh, that are also helping you. I always yes. engage with you. Why don't you do a shout out for them so if the people come in they can work with them too i i would be remiss if i didn't mention them and and i definitely didn't want to get out of here without shouting them out um first of all jeremiah dooley um he and i go back almost 20 years and he was the first one that i showed the discord tech community to that i first started way back earlier in the year uh he was the very first one that i said hey is is this crazy is am i am i insane for thinking this is a good idea and he kind of validated uh, that I was not insane. And we went off and we've been building it uh, over the course of the last six months. Another good friend, Jason Benedici, who is over in the UK, longtime friend and colleague as well. Uh, those two guys have been helping me with a lot of the work. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen Jeremiah's blog posts, uh, the, the two that we're, we're asking for help. The second post, the one that most recent one that he's got up there, has a form, V Experts, where we need volunteers for certain things. We would love for some of the V experts to take on some of those roles, um, such as being a broadcaster of a stream, as long as you've got a good wired connection, things like that. If you have more questions, jump into the Discord and talk to us. Um, but yeah, all kinds of good stuff happening over there. Big shout out to Jason and, and Dooley for, for helping me uh, get all of this underway. It, it wouldn't be here if we hadn't had some of those conversations uh, when registration was announced a couple of months ago. So Nick, any chance you could tweet out that link? Uh, I, I see your handle there at, at data center dude. Could you tweet out that link to, to the V experts and those of our listeners that would be interested in volunteering? Absolutely. I'll do a little call to action as soon as we get done here. Awesome. Again, at data center dude. Yeah. So I want to I want to make sure we loop back and also uh, mention Alistair Cook and V Brownbag. I know you're working with them. What are you looking from the standpoint of the V Brownbag stuff? How are you going to try to integrate that? And we should also talk about VM Underground as well. Yeah, and th those are the ones that are. I mean, as far as the watch parties and the community as a whole, that stuff I can give you two thumbs up, ready to go. I believe Alistair and uh, the 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 v rest of the other V Brownbag stuff and uh, the Opening Axe folks, they're still figuring out some stuff. I know Alistair has a form out there. If you want to do a second chance presentation, he's constantly looking for content. So, uh, do, you know, if you have a presentation, if you didn't get your, your CFP or your abstract accepted for VMworld, uh, hit up Alistair, uh, hit up V Brownbag because they're definitely looking for some sessions. I think what he's, his intention is that he's going to multi-stream it. So he'll be doing some All stuff right. for you guys as well. And I think they'll also be streamed over in the discord to be determined still at this point, we haven't finalized plans with those so guys. Most just likely yet. what we're trying to plan on, I've, I've chatted with Alistair a couple of times going, Hey, let me know how I can help this, but uh, it, let's get the V Brown bag stuff. I know we're streaming some of the V Brown bag right into the, the VMworld, you know, sessions, um, yeah. you know, which are the birds of a feather, which means you have to buy the two ninety nine membership, but then how do we get those streams over someplace free? And so I've said, Hey, let's go, look at orbital jigsaw and you know let's get it over on discord yep. so you're working with them and i haven't heard what you're doing with any vm uh vm underground but uh yeah yeah it's that's brian and and uh, uh jim millard and those guys uh that are that are putting the uh trying to put the opening axe panels together
together, and uh, yeah, I haven't heard much from them. They're still working out what they what they are what they can right. do okay, uh, like in this virtual feed, world. Maybe they can give you a feed, or we can grab a feed and yeah, then put it. That's really all we need. And it's it's in Discord. It's no different than doing a screen share uh, on uh, a Zoom call or something like that. It's not like you have to have OBS with an RTMP server. And it's not a live stream in that respect. It's you're sharing a screen. Right. So we'll figure so that out. On on the land, we didn't talk streams, but. Uh, VMware is going to have these seven streams. Uh, the keynotes is the seven streams start after the keynote, right? The keynotes happen every day. And then there's streams, which are basically just pre-recorded sessions lined up streaming that then, you know, they're going to moderate chat on, right? And so what we're talking about on Discord is grabbing those and doing a watch party, which is redirecting those streams right into Discord so that if you come in, you can choose, I want to go watch, you know, the security yeah. stream. And then, then you're in Discord chatting with the V community during the sessions that are streaming. And then you can drop off into a chat room and talk to people about a given topic. And uh, that's, that's that. And so you're trying to set up the seven streams and you wouldn't mind some help there. If you're a streamer, if you're listening to this and you're a streamer with a VC and you want to learn how to grab a stream and restream to be able to help us uh, host the watch party, you do have a couple of those positions that you're still probably going to likely want to. Uh, yeah. And don't be scared off by the word streamer. You don't have to be a streamer. You have to have a decent computer with a decent internet connection and that's it. You'll be doing a screen share. We'll walk you through the whole process, but if you've got the time and the availability and you want to be a broadcaster of other sessions throughout in a track, that's where we need to help. And I'll, I'll get that form uh, tweeted out again. We need to start advertising that more. Yeah. And that'll be kind of the call to the experts that I'm working with Corey on is everybody yeah. like, how you can help lightweight. And if you want to be a heavy contributor uh, because you are uh, got some time, all right, or just want to get your name out there and be, you know, also if you're looking for ways to be uh, qualified as a V expert, you know, giving VMUG sessions, doing V brown bag sessions, and now doing orbital jigsaw sessions, this will get you cred in, on your application to become a V expert. So uh, also just another, another venue. So we're gonna be doing that call to try to get people, make them aware of what they could be doing here, uh, which I think is good. We're at the top of the hour. So uh, Matt, I'll give you one, I think Matt, I don't see Matt in the list any longer. Maybe he, 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 had, he had the classic cable, cable network problem as well. Um, so uh, Nick, Howell, thanks a lot, not only for coming on the show, but just doing this and, uh, you know, and helping us expand what, what the V community and everybody that's running VMware, you know, has as part of this, I love you ecosystem. Yeah. And it's, it's the family reunion. Please be sure and come in and join us guys again, datacenterdude.com slash discord. Also, you'll find tech advocacy groups identify as whatever advocacy group you're a part of in that access verification channel so that we can get you with your right badges and all of that kind of stuff as well. But looking forward to the next month of having everybody come and join us. Eric, please open the floodgates. We're ready to receive everyone. We've got all of the infrastructure and everything is built and ready to go. Um, and everybody will be able to access all the stuff. It's it's open and ready to go as of yesterday. So hey, we yeah, are but, ready. Yeah. And this, uh, this plan, that's what we talked about. September when, when we you know start opening up, talking about it, getting people excited about it. Uh, I'm excited about it. And so awesome. Thanks for being here. You'll see us tweeting it out now. We're going to start a social media campaign on it. Uh, and I think, again, this is going to be a super cool year. And uh, and uh, come by, check out uh, V Barbecue. 
check out what Nick Nick has the coolest backdrop I've ever seen. So he's a <laughs> He's the, he's the man. You've got to see this. Even if you don't want to watch YouTube video, come check that out because he is super cool. If you're listening to this, uh, go to uh, youtube.com slash barbecue and uh, check check out what his his, his background is. It's, it's not that cool. I like wrestling and video games, guys. It's Don't let Eric sell you on something. Yeah, don't, don't sell you. With that, the barbecue. I would say that this weekend, uh, oh my gosh, uh, I... Um, we did uh what did we do porterhouse we did porterhouse ducks on the grill so you can youtube watch a youtube video on how to make porterhouse you, you buy the steak is expensive it's like a 30 dollars steak but the reason is is it's got two cuts on one side of the bone is kind of like a filet mignon and the other side is new york steak so you get two types of meat on each side of the bone you put that on your grill you have to heat your grill up with charcoal to like 500 degrees and you put it on for two minutes on one side uh, two minutes on the other side, then flip it back two minutes and then flip it back two minutes. So the whole process takes 10 minutes, but you glaze it on the outside. The inside turns out medium juicy. And then you get two cuts of meat, which I did not understand, but holy smokes. If you haven't tried that, that's something fun to go do for the weekend project until next week. Uh, thanks for being here and have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.